0: I have uh, Boba Kivry, head coach, uh, football and baseball coach, Pete Delgado here with me on the on the All Sports Tucson uh, uh, podcast uh, here today, tonight. Actually, we're very late. You're actually the last high school that I've interviewed, high school coach I've interviewed in this series. <laughs> This is this is the third. You're the 38th head coach I've interviewed, or actually, that both Brittany Bauer and I have interviewed for our series, our high school football preview series. Uh, I've been to, I've talked. You're the 35th coach I've talked to. I've talked to over 110 players, and uh, Brittany talked to three coaches at Cell Point, Sienega, and Micah Mountain, and, and a couple players. So we tried to hit all the the schools and. Thankfully we could talk to you because it was determined this week you guys are going to have a game and a season, right? Hopefully. Um, uh, first of all, thanks for joining me. Um, uh, coach it's so late it's like nine 43 on a, on a Thursday night, you guys have a game tomorrow and you have school tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure you have to be up over at Pabakiri. So thank you for, for joining me um, tonight.
1: Oh, I'm glad to, I'm glad to be on the podcast and, uh... Unfortunately, we couldn't do this any earlier, but we had to. We were pretty effy whether we were going to have a season at all
0: until just uh, uh, yesterday. Wow. So it's 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 been a it's it's
1: been a, a long couple of years here in the making for us.
0: Right? I mean, uh, you guys were four and four last year, and or not last year, two years ago, and, and four and four at Baba Kivry is, is like going eight and two at at, at other programs because of the the amount of the. you know the lean years you guys have that school has had there Uh, i think that's the first non-losing season like 15 seasons um yes and you had some good players on that team from what i remember um so what was that i mean uh, let's just talk about last year what that was like when you found out you guys weren't going to play a game uh how tough that was on the kids and on you after what you guys did two years ago right
1: it was it was really frustrating i know for for uh for us, um, as a staff, and and for the community as a whole, um, you know, Bobby K represents the Dunhamton nation. We have two high schools, but only one of them plays um, football. And so, it, it, you know, the nation as a whole, uh, the nation, uh, has been shut down for a lot longer than um, you know other areas in, in the state as, as they opened up. Um, our kids didn't have any in-class instruction last year, mm. and um, you know they had to live under a curfew up until just recently. Uh, stay-at-home orders. Most of the businesses um, are uh, not open to the public, um, as far as governmental uh, still, and they're still under a mask mandate on the nation. So there's a there's a there's a different. Uh, the COVID's affected the uh, our nation, our school. Um, in a different way, I think, than, you know, than, um, other areas that have opened up sooner. And it's had a, it's had a major impact on the kids. So, for example, um, you know, ever since the beginning of COVID up, up until, uh, just, uh, in July, uh, there were no public facilities. Kids couldn't go to parks. Mm. Parks are closed. Schools are closed. Fitness centers are closed. Um, and so it's, it's been a toll uh, on the, on, you know, I think on the whole community, the, uh, the tribal membership, but especially on our kids, and it's affected them academically, right. physically, mentally.
0: Now, you said you guys found out yesterday that you'd be able to play this game and actually have a season. What did you guys do in between the practice time that you last time you practiced till today, really, or yesterday, um, to you know stay ready for to play for Thomas tomorrow?
1: Well, we um, we started practice in July. We found out at the very last minute that we could actually start practice um, as a team. So we started on that first day uh, when all the other teams began at the end of July. Mm-hmm. We went two weeks, and uh, actually a week and then a half, and there was an outbreak at our elementary school, and so the the school closed uh, went. They were doing a hybrid model. Um, and we, they closed the schools, went to online, and they didn't allow us to practice. So we took two weeks off. Um, that was three weeks off of no practice. And that led us to have to cancel our re- rescheduled St. David game and uh, cancel the Ray game. And then we were given the green light to go ahead and start practicing again on campus with some restrict, but the multiple restrictions, including. A requirement that all our you know for a student to participate they have to have been vaccinated so that was another issue to overcome um, there's academic issues we had to overcome with some of this with, with a lot of the students so uh, our students there's a lot of um, as in many communities that are um, you know don't have access to good um, uh, quality internet. A lot, of our, a lot of our kids tune out when it comes to the internet, right. uh, online type of uh, online type of classes because either they lack bandwidth in their house, um, they you know they don't have access to internet, right. and it becomes problematic. So they, you know, grades tend to start taking a slip when they go to that that mode. So yeah. we you know we had to overcome a bunch of stuff. Um, I couldn't meet with the kids; they couldn't come on campus. We just kept in touch, you know, by texting, um, and. We were, you know, given the green light to come back. So we've been practicing now for we started last week, uh, last Monday. So we've we've gotten in um, a good nine practices oh, here good. Good. before Fort Thomas. So we're, we're, we'll we'll be, we'll, you know, we'll be okay in terms of um, of having enough practice under our belts to to go into that
0: game. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so so. What's, what What do you like about this team, um, being able to practice the last couple of weeks and before that? What, what, what shapes up for this team that you like?
1: Um, well, I, I think the things that I like about the team is, you know, it's a little different mindset. Um, uh, we, you know, we're losing that full year. Uh, it basically it stopped the momentum. I think a lot of it with the kids. We've always, on the reservation, I think we've always had the athletes Mm-hmm. Um, there, there, there tends to be what I, you know, old school as an older coach. I, I, I refer to it as discipline. I mean, discipline of the mind, right. discipline of the body. Um, that, that sometimes can be lacking, um, and, and and so we were trying to instill a new approach to the game. And we did it in the baseball program um, and trying to do it in the football program and overcome. You know, was, was a, a long history of, of failure in football. I mm-hmm. think we had a 70-game losing streak or a 60. It was a long, You're many right. years where there was no win, yeah. not a win. So um, it's the approach to the game, and the COVID, you know, the, COVID the shutdown stopped that. So we're, we're going young this year. Um, we only have one senior captain. We have three junior captains. And, and, the, and the hard part uh, for us as a staff is that our freshman and sophomore class, because we missed a year, never played a, a varsity football game, a high school game so uh mm-hmm. we have a lot of youth we don't I don't know how they're gonna react right. um gonna, it, it's gonna be a long year but we view this year as just a uh, it, it's a it's a uh, we're back at step one and um trying to trying to get some of these kids because there's also and you know, a lot of kids showed up out of shape um, just you know mm-hmm. just uh Getting back at it again, so we didn't. We weren't able to train for two years, so you know these kids have have been at home for a two, you know, basically sixteen months, and um, so it's gonna it's gonna probably be a long year,
0: but right. um,
1: we're we're looking forward to just being back on the field and thankful for that.
0: Yeah, is it? Are there any captains that we should look out for? Any players of note uh, that you think we'll be re, you know hearing about?
1: Yeah. I, th- I think our, our you know our top player is going to be um, it's a junior. It's name his name's uh, Jesus Buendia, hmm. uh, Chui Buendia. He led our team as a freshman in tackles. I think he had seventy plus tackles. I, I remember that freshman. name.
0: Yeah, I remember that name.
1: I think he was the all freshman player of the year mm-hmm. in one A, and he made all region team. Um, or in the South, in the South region, he was one A one A 1A freshman of the year. Right. Um, so he'll be our, he'll be our quarterback this year. He's going to have double duty. Um, he was a running back for us um, uh, as a freshman. He'll take over the, the quarterback uh, duties, um, and then we're going we have um, another junior, Seth Castro, who was a varsity basketball player. He's a junior also. Um, he he's fast. Uh, we'll look for him on the offense and defensive side. But a lot of our a lot of our players are gonna have to go both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, like any you know a school your best players your best is gonna have to go both ways. Um, but we'll, we'll see it with some of our bigger boys how, how long they're going to be able to sustain themselves mm-hmm. uh, In getting fitness That's going to be the big thing with our, with our You know, with our linemen and, and, But we have, you know, we have good turnout We have 23 players um, On the roster right now So uh, we're looking forward to Trying to get to, There's no shortage of players It's just a matter of players that have experience That's what we're lacking this year
0: Right, and, and some people might be like 23 players, wow only 23 players but i've heard of of 2a 3a teams showing up with 12, 13 and 17 players so far this year on some in some games right it's that kind and of year. yeah
1: we had a couple of players um at least i think uh two three players who didn't come back because of covid they're they're right. they're parents made a decision that they didn't want them to play mm-hmm. um and, and they weren't going to take the vaccine or they hadn't been vaccinated and they weren't going to play so um we've lost uh, several players of that but it's uh the, athlete, the athletics is, is good seeing that number of uh athletes out there and the majority the vast majority you know i think i only have one senior uh who was a returning starter uh mm-hmm. on this we have a couple of new seniors who haven't who haven't played before coming out so right. um like i said we're going to be young and um we're,
0: we're building for the future this year. Yeah, well, that's good. There's always something to look forward to. Um, you know, I'm, the younger players must be must be uh, thrilled that they can get some experience and actually play some games and build for the future. Like like you said, um, you, how how difficult is it coaching at a, a reservation school? I mean, what are the, what is the most challenging part of it for you? Other than the long drive, and I don't know if people notice, you know that you live in take Verde area, and you drive to cells, which shows a lot of commitment on your part. But what's what's the most challenging part about that about co- coaching there?
1: I think the most challenging part is uh, well, first of all, it's the remoteness of the school. Right. So our, you know our campus, if you even, if you've ever been out there um i mean we're we're not in an urban area and i when i talk about urban for the reservation i'm talking like cells which has four thousand people that live in cells right and the capital we're, we're low they built it uh the the campus 15 miles away so you know for kids to get to practice and after practice we're really limited and, and sometimes there's transportation problems for for a lot of the families right. uh, getting there but they've done a great job this year you know our um getting to practice, um, and, and getting picked up after practice. So, um, because just like a lot of other school districts, we've had issues with a lack of bus drivers to be able to do after school, uh, driving for the kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that, that's one of the big things. I think the second thing is, you know, it's that with the kids, it's, you know, um, just socioeconomic issues right. at times. Um, when it comes to on the academic side, I found academics is problematic uh, for a lot of the kids. They don't, um, it's the simple basic things of turning into work. It's not, it's, it's it's, again, the approach to academia and schoolwork and the learning process uh, that sometimes takes a secondary and we have to push it. That has to be primary uh, for being your student first, athlete second. Um, but you know, we, we work with them as a coach and staff to get their, their to keep their grades and keep themselves eligible. And and so that's that's those are to me are some of the, the biggest things. That I think athletic wise. Our kids are athletic can be as athletic as, you know, any kids in the city. The biggest difference though is that a lot of the our kids don't have the access to, you know. Getting those uh, private instructors to work with you—they don't right. have a quarterback coach or trainers. You know, what you, what you see, you know, whatever sport it is, they don't have that private trainer, right? Uh, that you're gonna get for kids that are going to, you know, big, you know, big time schools and stuff like that. And you know, I see some of these kids that their athleticism and they have that. You know, maybe they go on and play D three, D two, but mm-hmm. um, it just, it just doesn't happen. So they're a lot raw when it comes, you know. Yeah, is not even a word? They're 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 more raw when it comes to athleticism than right. somebody who's who's play and they don't play club uh, sports. Football's right. not really a club theme. but you know, the, none of them grew up playing peewee football or, or going through the ranks
0: like that when it comes to football or seven on so, seven. Stuff yeah, like that. yeah. Well, I mean that's it's it's great that you're that. Kibri is playing this year because two years without football, you know, it, it would you would really be starting over. You'd you'd be, you would lose two classes of guys who would have been seniors. Um, you would have been you know next year would play with guys who were freshmen and sophomores <laughs> in their last experience. That would have been like way starting over again. But at least you have some veteran some veterans that have been around. And um, you know, yeah, you, how many games you guys scheduled now?
1: We have six games.
0: Six games. Yeah.
1: So all our all our, we play um, we have, if we are able to get through the schedule, uh, we don't have any. Um, all our games are region games,
0: so we face everybody within the region. I got you. Um, okay. So you jump right into just, it. Yeah. Right. We, we just lost our non-region game. Right. Our
1: freedom games, but um, so we're set to go with six, and we just hope that we can stay. Um, uh, you know covid free because there's no room in our schedule right now to add another game right and we hope that our opponents can stay that way so that we can get
0: all our games yeah, that's that's one of those things you're walking a fine line you know, right you know uh, just to hopefully get a game each week um so you guys play at fort thomas tomorrow uh obviously they don't know much about you if anything and um I don't know how much you've been able to scout them or whatever. So it's like one of those great unknowns, right? It's going to be like that, especially for opponents, for you guys, because you guys didn't play last year. Right. Um, so, I mean, just talk about that dynamic.
1: You know, I think it's um, that's going to be a big change because, mm-hmm. you know, most of the teams that we played in-region, uh, with the exception of Sam Manuel, who was, I think, 2A at the time, went, right. you know, two years ago. We, we have no really scouting on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fort Thomas, um, that's an interesting game because that was the first game that I coached at Bobby Kibre. They came in as one of the favorites
0: mm-hmm.
1: to, um, in, 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 the, in the South, and, and, and we beat them um, in game one. So I think that's where we shocked a lot of people two years ago uh-huh. was that Fort Thomas game. Um, and they had their quarterback and, and, and they were, you know, we, we know that they like they love to pass. Um, uh, they have you know, we have a I know we had a basketball, a good basketball uh, robbery with the school. And anytime you play another school that's on a reservation, there's always that 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 sense of, of uh, you know, rivalry that comes with it. So um, but, you know, really, we haven't seen them. We haven't seen film um, on them. I, you know, we're really familiar with St. David. Just because a lot of the players that played football um, also play play baseball, so we know they have great athletes there.
0: Uh, I was really surprised at the bag at the at the beating they put on Baghdad, mm-hmm. um, and so that you know that's
1: another tough game. I know Duncan; um, they had their great runner a couple of years ago. I think he's gone. Thank mm-hmm. goodness it was hard to bring him down. Huh. Um, and Valley Union looks a lot improved. So I mean, just looking around around the region, uh, following what's going on, that there seems like there's a lot of improvement there, which is just going to, you know, make it tougher for us, but that's, you know, that's, uh, that's the way it is. You just, you, you gotta uh, face all the opponents and, and, and uh, continue. It gives us a a barrier, you know,
0: a barometer to judge ourselves by to improve. Yeah. I mean, Sam Manuel and St. David are, they're, they're playing really well. Um, Yeah. So, yeah.
1: St. David looks is scary. St. Yeah. David's scary, but all our focus right now is just on, uh, on you know, on Fort Thomas, and um, I know the kids are excited to yeah. get on that bus tomorrow. We're going to get on a bus at uh, one
0: thirty in cells, and, and and make that drive and be there by five thirty. So it's it's a long it's a long hike to get up there for a game. Yeah, that's uh, that's
1: we're looking forward to it.
0: That that am- that amazes me. Uh, Andy and I we did some for this series. We drove to some of the the. The side. we drove to salmon we drove to St David uh, you know we didn't drive to Duncan and places like that or or Pima I think Pima's two way though but um, it, it, it you got to you got to feel for you know teams like your you're your remote area and you have to drive to other remote areas to play a game each week really um if you're not exactly at home. so i mean exactly a lot, a lot of respect for what you guys do to have you have those kids to play a game and i mean it's got to be it's got to be difficult but at the end it's they get to play a game so they must be just overjoyed with that
1: i know they're very excited i know their parents are excited <laughs> um, they're all ready to make that drive, you know, tomorrow. Well, uh, yeah. Follow the team up there to to see the game. It's been a long time coming, so right. Um, we're gonna give it our we're gonna give it our best shot, and, and we'll see what happens tomorrow.
0: Great. What well, you, you brought up, basketball a little bit ago. You, you know, you're also affiliated with the Sunnyside Girls Basketball Program. Your son Justin is doing a really good job there. Um, you know, and you're an assistant coach there. You help him out. Uh, you know, what's that like for you to be able to coach with your son, and he's, he's he's working some wonders already for a program that's really struggled.
1: He's um you know I'm really proud of, the, of what what he's done over there. Um you know he, being, being able to be affiliated with it, it, it's a whole different um for me it was a whole different mindset in, in, in um, seeing the mentality of the girls. Mm-hmm. Um you know uh, watching them play and the physicality and, um, and as far as I know, your brother's always writing about, uh, you know, give equal coverage to the, to the girls sports. And, and oh, yeah. I know that you guys, I do a great job of that. And, but, you know, I always coaching boys and having sons, it's always been a little different, mm-hmm. I, I think. And I, I've learned a lot, you know, with the, these, those girls are, are, are tough. Mm-hmm. They, they are tough. And, um, they get 100 percent just like the guys. There's there's really no drop off there. So it's uh it's been it's been really fun to watch my two granddaughters on that team, along with my son, and uh, just you know to be there, watch them play. I do the stats for them. Uh, hmm. Do their the, the uh, they, they call me the adobo. That, that's <laughs> the name that, that I have. It's director of uh, basketball operations. So hmm. I really don't do the coaching, but it's it's more just being um just being part of that 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 with them and, and being able to take care of that. So. Yeah, I really do enjoy
0: that. What's your granddaughter's names on the team?
1: Oh, uh, oh God! You hit me with that. Now I'm yeah. gonna blank out. On a mm-hmm. uh, Lexi and Gabby Delgado.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's late, uh, so I. Yeah. Um. We so we'll look out for them. We'll look. Uh, you know, I I think I I met one of them last year after the game. Uh, they she was uh, on the team, or she was a manager of the team or something like that. So
1: right. That did, well, they had transferred from Paula Verde, so they probably they, at the
0: time they weren't eligible to play. Okay, uh, but uh, the one the one's a starter, and
1: the other will be both backup point guard. They're twins, so oh, okay. uh, they'll be juniors next year. So you can't miss them.
0: Great. So great. Well,
1: hopefully, we'll get to see you at Sunnyside watching your alma. Uh, I'll
0: on definitely, there. I'll definitely be there. And I, I, I tried to help your son. He, he gave me a flyer, and I gave it to some of the girls last year that were eighth graders. Hopefully, some of them took it to heart and went to the camps or whatever preseason. Yes, workouts. Yeah. I know a couple of them were excited about it. So, um, yeah, uh, I mean, sunny size of my alma mater, and it, you know it's great to see a, a team be competitive. Like you know, wrestling they're known for wrestling, but we got to get some other sports there that are competitive year in and year out. And I think your your son's working towards that. So. Um, that's that's, great, great that's to the see. whole goal right there. Great to see. And then you're, you're also doing really well at the, the baseball program there at Baba Keevery. You're doing well with, you know, you were doing well with football until COVID hit last year. Um, so, you know, keep doing whatever you're doing there because <laughs> you're, 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 you're successful there with what you've been doing. So we look forward to covering you and following your games and see how you guys do. Uh, hopefully one of these days get out to a game. Um, I know Andy's been out to a Bobby Kiefer game because I know he took he's taken photos of a, of a game maybe a couple years ago, two or three years ago. So uh, that'd be great to see. Um, so again, thanks for uh, and I'm, if you don't mind after we stop the the podcast, I need to ask you a couple things afterward. So, okay. but but thanks for uh, you know joining me on this and uh, rounding out our. our you know southern arizona high school football preview series uh it was well worth the wait i interviewed saguaro today they were in the same boat as you they had COVID protocol they didn't get have a game last week and they were kind of on pins and needles this week if they would be able to play and they're able they were cleared to play so you know it's great to be able to talk to you finally and get talk about your team and we'll get that preview out and then we'll keep on following you guys this year so uh, best of luck to you coach delgado
1: Thank you, and thank you for all you do for uh, youth sports uh, you know across southern arizona. We, it's it's really appreciated, especially from a small uh, community mm-hmm. to be included in, you know with the big schools in tucson and, and get the coverage that you guys do. So thank you very much.
0: Thank you. best of luck tomorrow. Thank you. Take care.